Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand with them in an evil day stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace 16 above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to 17 and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god 18 praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints amen. amen father we thank you for the reading of your holy word amen please be seated so this is the foundational scripture are you here this is our foundational scripture you know the apostle paul was one of the few people in the new testament who was used tremendously by god he wrote a lot of the books in the bible hallelujah yeah and when even you think about ephesians the letter he wrote to the church in ephesus the chapter 6 was the last uh, uh chapter are you getting it so when he started he started by talking about who a christian is how our life used to be before we got uh saved through the mercies of god then he talks about the father i mean uh, uh in, in the verse number 1 when he talks about how we got born again okay that wherefore when you i mean the thing that god has born again is the love unto the brethren and the faith in the lord jesus christ that we should be transformed okay into the new image and we should pray that god will give us wisdom and revelation the knowledge of god that our we will know even the reason why god has saved us and taking us from where 
uh, we used to be, how our lives used to be. And it comes to verse number two and it talks about how our lives used to be, that we were walking in the desires of our lives, of our mind. We did all the things we wanted to do and we're walking in, something was working in us without we knowing. And he causes, he causes the, 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 uh, the spirit of the power of the air. There's something in the air that causes people to dance. <laughs> the atmosphere is charged with certain things. Hallelujah. And he goes on to talk about the Father, but we have obtained mercy that we were not originally part of God's kingdom, but God, through his mercies, he has drawn us. Are, are you here? And he has brought us in. And we should not live on to the old life that we used to. Then he continued to share different things. And when it comes to chapter 3, the most amazing thing is when he talks about faith and what faith can do, that there's something in you that you're taught as a Christian and your weight as a Christian has an impact. So when he was ending the verse number 20, that's why he said that, Look, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly about what you think or ask according to the faith that is working in you. He went on to expound on good Christian virtues, teachings that will establish you. But when he was ending, when he was ending, if you have done, you've written theses before. If you've written, the, the, even let us have a format. You begin with salutation, then uh, different, the opening of the letter, introduction, then the body, then you come to the conclusion. Is that not it? Then you sign off. When you write a thesis, apart from the executive summary, we have the conclusion. Are you there? So when he was ended, after he had spoken and he was ending, he said, you know what? Finally, as I sign off, finally, my beloved brethren, be strong. So the final thing Paul was saying to the Christians, he said that final, look, I have spoken so much how what faith will do for you, what prayer will do for you, different things, but I will do you no good if I don't tell you this important thing. So he signed off by saying that finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might because you are fighting. And the fight that you are in is not like a boxing. It's like wrestling. Say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And he says that put on the whole armor of God. In other words, God has an ammunition. There's an armory. There's a place. So if you are a Christian, there's a Satan. There's evil spirit. There are demons. He gives four categories. Four different categories of entities, evil spirits that we are dealing with as a Christian. So he says that, look, whether you like it or not, as a Christian, as a human being in this world, there are four things that we are dealing with. Satan has put them in strategic order to fight, to frustrate, and to force and defeat you, and to cause you to become Something else than what God will have you to be. So he said that the way to resist whatever the devil is trying to do against you is to put on the whole armor of God. 
Hallelujah. That you will be able to stand against the walls of the enemy, against the methods, against the strategy, against the plans, against the schemes, against the ploy of the enemy. Because the enemy does not come to you straight away. He comes in a very clever way. He is cunning. He is crafty in the things that he does. And the devil has been here long before you came. You are too small. You are too young to think that you can defeat the devil with your wisdom. Even accounting, you cannot get 100% and you want to. You read chemistry, you couldn't get even 80%. Physics, you couldn't get 70%. Even your own language, home language, your home language, you are getting 40%. A language that you have been speaking all your life, you are getting 40%. Are you here? And there are people who have been around who were wiser than you and the devil was able to deceive. Are you wiser than Adam and Eve? So Paul writes and tells you that don't, don't joke with this guy. Your only way out in the world that we have come in is to use the wisdom of God. Put on God's ammunition. Not the worldly ammunition that does not and cannot stand the test of time. Say, put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand against the wiles, the schemes, and the plans of the enemy. If you joke and you think that he's he's not uh, up to what he's saying, you will be surprised. You will be surprised. That is why Europe, in all their wisdom, they have become fools. See that? That's why it is. Men are sleeping with men. Ladies are sleeping with ladies. They said there is no God. They become 80. Different things. Because the, the devil can, can give you ideas that you, you wouldn't even understand. They have made planes. They have made mobile phones. They've made uh, spacecraft. They've made ships. Cars. But as the, in, in their wisdom, the devil has tricked them. That they don't even believe in the existence of God. Hello? So the Bible says, a fool say it in his heart. He doesn't say it loud. He contemplates within his mind that there's no God. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's no God. He doesn't say it. But the way he does his things, if there's God, you would have prayed to him. If there's God, you would have honored him. If there is God, you would have obeyed him. But the Bible says, a fool said in the start that there's no God. Are you here? So Paul was saying that finally, finally, my brothers and sisters, before I sign off, I will not, I will not have you to be ignorant. I want you to be strong. T- tell somebody, be strong. Oh. Yeah, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Some of us are strong in uh, soccer, football, politics. Some of us are strong in, in eating. Some of us are strong in fashion. Some of us are strong, physically uh, strong to beat people. We are strong in, in arguments. We are strong in different things. Are you here? But uh, Paul did not say that you should be strong even in academics. It's okay to be strong in academics. But he said there is something. There is something that you need to be strong in. Be strong in the Lord. So you cannot just be a Christian who is weak. You can be a human being all right and be very, very weak. 
There are people who have to attend to you. People who have to give you food to eat. You cannot sit. You cannot run. You cannot. So even when you go for job interview, after you've passed, the last thing is to check whether you are strong. So being a human being is okay. But if you are not strong and you are weak, it doesn't help. How many understand what I'm talking about? So the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Then he gives the reason. He said the reason is because we are wrestling for. The word for means because we wrestle against not with flesh. He said we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. Against powers. So the first group of people or group of demons or entities that we are fighting with, which you don't know, which you don't know, is called principalities. Hello? And like we have learned, a principal in a school is the reason why the school does what they do. The principal fixed the time of assembly where they should meet the subject that each class should do, the teacher who should teach each class. But you will never see the principal. You will never see the principal. He's put things in place and he's drawn himself he's at his office. And everything that is being done is him. So in the same way, in your environment, wherever you stay, there are principalities who are governing. And the assignment I gave you was that just take a step back and see what is the prevalent vice that is in your area? You can see that in some area, everybody is drinking. When you look at another area, everybody is a single mother. When you look at another area, everybody doesn't go to school or drops out. When you look, you can see that there is something, principality, working in a place. And the next group of entities that we are dealing with, Bible says they are called powers. Powers are mutis. Yeah, they, these are concussions. Some of them are leaves that can be sent to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody can visit you without boarding a plane. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah, that's why somebody's uh, uh, mother will be crying. Your father has left. He's following a, a small girl. But it may not be the fault of your father. Because her power, the small girl has gone for a muti against his will. So he doesn't even know why he has a wife but has left the wife. And he's following a child who is younger than his first daughter. And the multi doesn't allow him even to be ashamed. He's moving with somebody who is older or younger than his last born. But he doesn't understand. The person doesn't come home. Gotten his uh, uh, pension fund. Money has come. He's, he's moved away with somebody, something. All the bonus. The bonus is gone. Somebody is there. And it's difficult for your father to give your mother a thousand. But a small girl comes and scratches his head and give, he gives it. When your mother asks for a thousand, you will be shouting, the thousand is a lot. Hey, what are you doing with the thousand? Small girl comes and knocks his head and said, 
Take 15,000. That is what I don't like. Then buys an iPhone 13. See that your mother is walking, taking a taxi up and down, and is going to buy a car. 95,000 for a girlfriend. Do you think there is him? It's called powers. Powers. And Bible said there are powers in this life. That's to say, be strong in the Lord. In the, if you are a Christian, you are not strong. And when you go around, like I'm telling you, you see Malam Isa, different things. You see the adverts. You notice that there are things in this world. Then the third group of people, uh, entities that you are dealing with, is what? Rulers of darkness of this world. Rulers of darkness. They are entities, they only come out when there's darkness. At night, rulers of darkness, they rule the darkness. That's why a lot of sin is committed in darkness. Murder is committed in darkness. Fornication in darkness. Armed robbery in darkness. There is some powers that are released when there's darkness. And they move around to see who they can uh, uh, use. Are you there? And what is the last one? Spiritual wickedness in high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places. This one, if look, you see, if you joke, spiritual wickedness will, will let you be so poor, will cause you so much pain that you can speak against God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people say that, how can God let me suffer? Like, it's not God. It's not God. God doesn't make anyone suffer. Look through your Bible. Whatever God made was good. Whatever he made was good. Whatever he made. Whatever is not good has not come from God. The first time we saw a bad thing was when the devil came around. The first time we saw somebody going into hiding, somebody crying, things changing, was when the devil came around. Before the devil, before the fall of man, whatever God did was good. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. So if you joke, you don't become a strong Christian. The devil can cause you maximum pain. And it caused that group of spirits said, what? Spiritual wickedness. Even when a human being is wicked, look at what happens. And a spirit being wicked. That is why you can see in other countries, a president can, can chop the hands of his own uh, 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 people. They will ask you whether you want short sleeves or long sleeves. If you long, long sleep, they cut your hand from here. If you say you want short sleep, this is spiritual wickedness. In the Bible, there was a king who went against, he wanted to fight another army. So the other army said, you know, no, we cannot fight you, defeat us. We just want to uh, submit to you peacefully. He said, if you wouldn't fight for us to kill you, then the only way you will become our slaves, is that we will remove your eyes. Wickedness. Hallelujah. The world is not fair because there are evil spirits. That is why Paul is saying that as a Christian, as a Christian, don't be empty. Don't think that uh, there are no things around. If you ask your grandmother, she's seen a lot of things. <laughs> there are a lot of things that goes around. 
So be sure that you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If not, something can worry your life. We have seen people who have stabbed others and they, after that they will be crying. They don't like what they are doing. As a matter of fact, some of us are addicted to things that we want to be free from. You don't even know why you do the things you do. You don't know. So Bible tells us, I said, because of this, we should be what? Strong in the Lord. I see you being strong in the Lord. I said, I see you being strong in the Lord. So we saw our six reasons why you should be strong. But now, when the Bible says be strong in the Lord, what does it mean? It means when you are strong in the Lord, hello? When you are strong in the Lord, these principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness and the spiritual wickedness in high places cannot, okay, affect you. Hello? Are you here? It said, because of these things, you need to be strong. Okay? Hello? Are you here? It said, because of these entities, we need to be strong. In other words, when you are strong, when you are strong, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness cannot influence, you cannot do what they want with your life. Do, do, do you understand? If you are very strong, if you are strong, that's why he begins to tell you how to be strong. You put on the belt of truth, helmet of salvation, different things that will make you strong. You get it? Yeah. When a, a school is coming and you see that you are strong, you are an army officer, you have a gun, the school look at you and say, no, there's not a, a right guy to try and uh, worry. So when you are strong, you become free. The reason why you are not free, you are being attacked over and over, is that the devil has seen that you are weakly. You are not strong, so you become a target for the enemy. Even in school, the bullies know the person who is not strong. The devil is the master bully. So if you want to have your peace, if you don't want your children to be wayward, you don't want your children to be uh, wee smokers, to be addicted to different things, to alcohol, to different things, you need to be strong and give the devil a fight for his behavior. See that he will, Bible says, resist him and he will flee. But some of us, the devil look at us, oh, there's no one here. There's no this one. He's a weakly. He doesn't even pray. He doesn't even believe that I exist. Let me go and finish him. Are you here? So when you are not strong, it means you are open for all these four entities to worry your life. It means you'll be affected by the principality. Wherever you stay, whatever goes on there, it will affect your life. If it is smoking that they smoke there, you see that you are smoking. If it is gangsterism, gangs, you are a gangster, you see that you join. The ability to resist what is going on in your location is the power of the Lord working in your life. You may be a young girl, but you notice that over there, everybody is sleeping around. Everybody at the age of 13, 14, they have boyfriends, girlfriends. You see that you have joined. Everybody is drinking. Everybody is smoking. They are watching something. 
You see that you don't have what it takes to resist. You don't have what it takes to say that I don't want a boyfriend or I don't want a girlfriend. I, would, I don't want to drink. I don't want to do this. You see that whatever is going on in there, you, you, you do If you are not strong. Are you here? Yeah. So the Bible teaches us that we should be strong now. Why is it that there are Christians who go to church who seems to be praying, but still, some of these things affect. That is when you need to understand that what does it mean to be strong? If we say that somebody is strong, we want to say that it means all these things cannot affect the person. But we can see that some people go to church, some people pray, they read their Bible, but things are affecting. So we now want to find out what it means to be strong. Because if you don't find out what it means to be strong, you can be coming to church and these things will be worrying your life. You can be in the church, but you are addicted to drugs. You can be in the church, but you are addicted to fornication. You can be in the church, but you are addicted to smoke. You can be in the church, but you are addicted to swearing. You can be in the church, but you are addicted to lying. You can be in the church, but you are staying with somebody who has not married you. You are in the church. And you are sleeping with somebody's husband. And you cannot help it. When they say to yourself, but I love him. When they say to yourself, but he says he loves me. Why don't you understand? Why don't you understand? So you can, you, you see the person is in church. But it's number one liar in the world. Like, like one man said to his son, he said, he was talk, talking to his friend, he said, Ask for my son. Ask for my son. What, when he says something, whatever it is, I don't believe it. The only thing I can take from my son is when he says good morning or good evening. Because I will have to watch. If it's morning, then I know it's, it's morning. Good evening, then he watch out. It's evening. Okay, good evening. He said, These are the only two things I can take for my son. Whatever, anything else, I don't believe it. Because the son cannot change the morning. I cannot change the evening. So when he say good morning, he say, Well, look out. If it's morning, then you say yes. That is the only two things he can accept from his son. Hey! And you may be that son and you are in the church. Hallelujah. So we are saying that what does it mean now to be strong? When we say somebody is a strong Christian, what does it mean? Is it a person who wears black and white and comes to church? Are you a strong Christian when you sing in the choir? Are you a strong Christian when you are in a dancing star? What does it mean to be? If you pray one hour, does it make you a strong Christian? That's what we need to find out. Lest you find yourself that you are a Christian but still... These things are affecting your life because you are not strong. Amen. Amen. So we know when we say somebody, so last week, that's what we were doing. Do you remember? What does it mean? When we say somebody has finished matric, what does it mean? It means the person has done at least seven subjects. Is that not it? Yeah. You cannot say you have finished matric if you've not done those. And you would have gone through grade seven you finish grade 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. At least you've been to school for 12 years. Is that not it? 
Yeah. When we say that somebody has passed driver's exams and he has code 10, it has a specific meaning. When we say that this person has also passed uh, the driver's test or he has a driving license, but it's code 8, it also has a meaning. You cannot say you are code 8 holder and you don't understand what it means. What is your driver's license? Is it code 10 or 8? You have code 8. How many have code 8? How many have code 10? What did you use in your test? Yeah. So when you do code 10, you don't use saloon car. You use a truck. Do you understand? What that is what so when somebody says, Oh, I have code 10, we know that you use a truck. Everybody understand that. If you say you are a code 8 holder, we know you have done uh, power parking, you have done, do, do you understand? Those who did code 10, they did not do the things that code 8 people did. It's total. So what does it mean? Even driving license, when we say you are code 10 holder, it means something. When you say you are code 8 holder, it means something. So you cannot say that you are a strong Christian and you don't understand what it means. So when we say you are a strong Christian, you need to understand. So all we are trying to learn, okay, before we start going inside, we just want to know what it means to be a strong Christian. Amen. And last week we saw only four. So I want to add a five and we'll be out of here. So what was the first one? Hello? Hello? What was the first one we saw? To be a strong Christian means what? To develop a deeper Christian life. Amen. Number two. To be a strong Christian means you are steadfast. You are steadfast. Is that not it? Yeah. Steadfast means you are on course. You are on course. You are not drifting. Hmm? You are steadfast. When you go to the left, you come quickly to. Do you understand? Yeah. That means you are moving. Steadfast, you are moving, but you are not doing zigzag. You need to stay on course. What does it mean? Number three. It means you are not moved, unmovable. You are not moved. You are a Christian. You have money. Money doesn't move you to become an unbeliever. A job doesn't cause you to backslide. Bitterness, offense, it does not move you. The world cannot move you. Power does not move you. Fame does not move you. Girls and boys does not move you. You cannot come and say that your weakness is uh, young girls. <laughs> or your weakness is young boys. No. You cannot be moved. Money cannot move you. Some of us, if you are promised money, I, I just heard that Neyman is being given millions, almost 500 million, not to mention the name of Jesus. Because he always will play and will have a band, Jesus on it. Yeah. I'm told that he's, he's signed a, a, a contract. That every month they are giving him almost 500 million U.S. dollars so that he doesn't wear Jesus' band. 
So you, you, if, if you think that Jesus is nothing, why are people paying that his name will not be mentioned? That people will not get to know? And has, uh, he has resisted, resisted, but now I think that he signed the contract. He should have been steadfast. I think that the offer is too good for him to refuse. Every month. But sometimes what you, you need to ask yourself is that will you even be around to use the money? That's what you need to find out. Will I even be around? You can get a terminal disease. You notice that the money is there but you are going. Be steadfast on. What's the fourth one? To be spiritual. Okay, so today we are doing five to nine, if we can finish it. Number five. Number five. The, what, how to become, what it means to be a strong Christian. This what it means. So when we say somebody is a strong Christian, we've seen four meaning. Number five, it means the person to be a strong Christian is to become holy. Tell somebody, I am holy. And you should also be holy. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 14. Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Amen. So to become a strong Christian, that is why you can see that a person has a deeper Christian life. The person is steadfast. The person is not moved yet with anything that has come his way. The person is spiritual. But is the person holy? Is the person holy? You need to be holy in order to be a strong Christian. If you are not holy, then you are not a strong Christian. Holy does not mean you don't have sex. No. Holy means you are special. Holy, that is the meaning of holy. So when the Bible says that God is holy, you are holy. Holy, you are holy. Oh, you are holy. You are holy. Holy, you are. Sing, you are holy. You are holy. Holy, you are. Oh, Lamb of God. Is he not special? Oh, we are saying that he's special. Holy means he's special. So when you are a holy girl, you are a special girl. When you are a holy boy, you are a special boy. Hallelujah. God wants you to be special. God wants me to be special. Hallelujah. Add special to your name. You cannot be an ordinary girl. You cannot be an ordinary boy. Ordinary girls are doing everything everybody does. But when you are a special girl, you don't do the things that ordinary people do. Hallelujah. So to be a strong Christian means you are holy. You are special. You don't drink like everybody is drinking. 
You don't smoke like everybody is smoking. You don't fornicate like everybody is fornicating. You don't lie like everybody. Whatever makes God like you. That's why he said, I am holy. Also be holy. There are things that makes you holy. Hello? If you are doing everything that everybody does, then you are not special. Then you are just an ordinary. But God says that you should be hot. Holy. Be holy because I am holy. That is why he will even tell you that the tithe is also so holy. The tithe, he said, the tithe belongs to me. It's special to me. Don't touch it. The tenth of whatever I give you is special to me. It's special to me. So your body is the living temple. Keep it holy. You can, can you do tattoos? Can you be piercing and pinning? Everybody is doing, but if you are special to God, he said, don't do it because your body belongs to me. And I want you to be holy. I want you to be special. So don't do what other people, ordinary people are doing. Everybody is watching pornography. Say, no, you don't do it because you are special to me. You see, when you are special, you don't do things that other people do. That is what makes you a strong Christian. Hallelujah. I see you becoming holy. So one of the things that will make you holy is not fornicating. Not lying. It's just one of them. So it's not like absence of... No, 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 no. Not fornicating until you get married. Hello? Ah. Yeah. If you are having premarital sex, it doesn't make you holy. You are holy when you do the things that God says you should do. That's what makes you a strong Christian. So you need to decide whether you want to be holy or you want to be ordinary. You need to decide. A strong Christian means to be holy. It's to become holy, to become special. Amen. You ask yourself, well, how special are you from the people in your office? What is the difference between you and other people in your class? Are you special? Or you are just like them? What is it that differentiates you and the common people? You lie, they lie. You steal, they steal. You swear, they swear. What again? Yeah. What makes you special? So there's no specialness about you. Everybody sees that you are ordinary. You see, when you are special, everybody sees that, ah, she looks different. She looks different. Your language you show. It shows, it shows in so many things. Don't come and tell me uh, it's the state of your heart. No, it, it will show. When you read Proverbs, the Bible says that a young man went out and he met somebody, a lady who was wearing the dress of a prostitute. So prostitute or harlot have a way that they dress. When you are also special, there's a way you dress. Every lady is dressed, showing 95% of their breasts. Oh, you don't, they leave nothing to your imagination. You can see the breasts that one, this one is bigger than this one. You can actually even have the weight of the breasts. You can weigh so that this one may weigh 
40 grams or you can see the nipple of the breast piercing through. You see everything. But when you are holy, you don't dress like everybody. When you are, you are special. You are special. What is it that everybody is doing? God will not like, let you do. He always wants his people to be special. May you be special. May you be holy. I see, I see you different. You are holy. You are special. From today, I confess specialness over you. Become special. In your talking, you are special. In your character, you are special. In your walking, you are special. In your dealings, you are special. In whatever you do, I see something different about you and other people. You are special. You can't be ordinary. When I was trying to get married, I was looking for somebody special to marry. I was not looking for somebody that everybody has slept with. I don't know. I may not have been able to marry if my wife has an ex. I, I think that I'm too jealous. That I will be there and I, it comes to me that this person was sleeping. Ah, there will be a problem in the home. I think so. I don't know. Maybe you can. But I couldn't. I need, I need something special. Don't want something that has been used. Then, third hand or hundred hand or uh, one. I won't be special. Be special. Why won't you be special? Mahata Amdudi Ale. You are special. Your dressing is special. Amen. Your talking is special. Amen. So, Pastor, but we were not in, uh, in church when all these things happened. It's okay. But now that you are born again, all things have become new. All things have passed away. Don't go back to ordinary life. Remain special. Amen. Oh, may God brag about you. Amen. May God say, have you seen my special girl? Have you seen my special boy? Have you seen her? Oh. God was looking for somebody special to give birth to Jesus. I said, go. Have you seen my special girl, Mary? I said, Mary is special. She has kept herself. Oh. Then the angel came. Mary said, look, if in case you are thinking that I have a boyfriend. No. I said, I have known not a man. How can these things be since I don't know a man? I said, don't worry. That's why I was saying you are special. But God is going to do something. The spirit of the most high, the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And that precious thing that you give birth to shall be called the son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are special, you attract angels. May you be special. Amen. Angels are sent to special people. Amen. Number six. Wow. I'm trying. Amen. When we finish the nine, then we will start again to find out what it means to be, uh, uh, to have a deeper Christian life. Wow. So this one, I'm just mentioning it. Do you understand? Yeah, then we will now go into it. 
Number six. To be a strong Christian means to become matured. To become matured. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 14. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 14. The Bible says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. You become mature. To be a strong Christian means you are matured. You have matured. You are not matured. You know, when you see a guy or a girl who is sleeping around, is not matured. A mature person. You see, when you are a little girl, your mother may be cooking, but you'll be looking at the, uh, the other people. Have you been to a restaurant with children before? Same that they are eating, but they are looking at what others are. When you are, well, you see, you, you, you are not, you, children are not stable. They, they, they cannot. Their attention span is very little. After five minutes, they lose concentration. Bible said that, that we henceforth be no more hot children tossed to and fro. It means you are not constant. You are moved by things move you. Today you, you, you are here. Tomorrow you are here. You are just 20 years. You have had more than 100 boyfriends. Unless you are matured, you cannot choose one girl and say that this is my wife. Yeah. You know, when you are hungry, don't tell anybody. Can I share a secret? When you are very hungry, you notice that you don't know whether you should go to KFC or you want to go to McDonald's or Burger King or Hungry Lion or Chisenyama. When you see the day, I want to buy this. Have you seen some before? You want to buy? Yeah. It's immaturity. When you are not matured, when you are getting, I say, this one is nice. This one, you, you don't know which one you should choose. But a mature person says, I just need Zynga wings. This All the others, I know they exist. But this is what I want to eat. Yeah. There are other boys, there are other girls. But mature person, take one and stay with. That's maturity. Bible said that, that we henceforth be no more what? Children tossed to and fro and carried out about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Children are always deceived. You cannot even belong to a church. You can't even belong to a church. You, you have a church you go to. You have a television pastor. You have a radio prophet. and you have, What is wrong with you? Just choose one place and be. You are confused. You are not mature. You are here today. You are here the next day. You are, no, 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 no. In Job chapter 1, verse number 6, look at it. Bible says, when the day, the, sound of God, the sons of God gathered, Satan also came amongst them. And God said, from whence have you come? He said, from moving what? To and fro. 
up and down the earth. Is it there? And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Yeah, children always walk up and down. You see, you, you, you behave like Satan himself. Today you are in a relationship. Today you are out of relationship. Today you are in this church. You are out of this church. You are, this is my pastor. The next day say it's not my pastor. This, are you confused? It's immaturity. It's immaturity. Hallelujah. Yeah, maturity is what makes you stable. Constant. To be a, when you are a child, when you are an infant, you behave like a Satan. You see, when you see children, they run up and they don't get tired. If you try to do it, you will fall down. You, children, they will be, whether the sun is on, they will run, they will, they, I don't know. They will go up and down. They, they, they will jump, they will sit. They, they, you see that you, you will be feeling dizzy right now because you are matured. <laughs> you want to stay with something. <laughs> like one guy said, things come and go. Let's stay with what we know. <laughs> hey! When you are matured, you don't want to change. <laughs> you just want to stay with what you know. Things come and go. Let's stay with what. You see, some clever says, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to ask yourself, what is it? What is it? You can't. You just got a job. You, you inherit a jump. You've not even finished your probation. You are in a relationship, but you are looking out. There's, there's instability around you too much. Are you here? Yeah, when you are a strong Christian, you are stable. You are matured. I see you mature in the name of Jesus. Number seven. Number seven. To be a strong Christian is to be zealously affected always in a good thing. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 18. Is Galatians in your Bible? Chapter 4, verse number 18. Bible says, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing and not only when I am present with you. When you are a strong Christian, you are zealous. You, are, you have zeal to do good things in the house of God. You consider something good to do. That is what it means to be strong. You are zealously, you are in the church. You have not joined any group in the church. There are so many good things happening. You are not part. You are not strong. A strong Christian considers something. I want to join the media. I'm in the dancing stance. I'm in the choir. You are part of whatever is going. You see, when you are a child, you may not know that there is a family that you belong to. When you are a child, you may not know. But when you grow, you notice that your mother will tell you that this is our family. This is our family head. You go and pay your dues. Even when you, know, you see that, you go to your family house. How many have a family, you know your family head? Yeah, but when you are a child, and you, you notice that you are not mature, so all these things doesn't affect you. 
that when you are strong, you are part of it. You say, this is my portion. This is what I do. Hallelujah. Yeah, you are seriously affected. You are in the house. You are maturing in the home. Oh, they are painting the house. You, even if you are not having, you send money. That they should do this. Something is happening in the home. You are matured. You see that? You are affected by, you are zealously affected. Your siblings are having, uh, 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 what do you call it, a birthday party for your mother. You are matured. You see that you are affected, zealously affected. They want to visit your grandmother. You are, even if you are not there, you will send money. You are affected with any good thing. They say, oh, we want to do something nice for our last born. You see that you are affected. Hey, where our parents are, are staying, the building is collapsing. We want to roof. You are affected. Whatever is going on in the family, you are zealously affected. You are part of it. You don't just ignore. You move your eyes as though nothing is happening. No. No. When you are zealously affected, it means you are strong. There's prayer meeting, you are part. There's a camp, you are part. There's a miracle wave, you are part. Whatever is happening, you are part, you are part of what is happening. Amen. Amen. So ask yourself, what am I part of? Or you just come. Watch around and you go. There are so many things. Even today, you did not uh, bother to bring your members. Hey. Number eight, to be a strong Christian. Very serious. Number eight, to be a strong Christian is to be fruitful. Is to be fruitful. If you are not fruitful, it shows that you are not strong. Hey, it takes strength to give birth. To be fruitful. Fruit in any kind. Fruit as children. Financial fruits. Whatever fruits. Building as fruit, something to come out of your life to build a house, huh. it will take strength because so many things will be calling for the money. You need strength to do anything. So, if you cannot bring forth fruit, some, sometimes you are working, but because you are not strong, you, you can financially, you are not strong. It takes financial strength to be able to bring forth a, a, a house. In the same way, when you are a Christian and you are not strong, there wouldn't be anybody coming to the church because of you. Because it takes spiritual strength for you to win a soul and for you to teach somebody to be established. Amen? It is only when you are strong that people will depend on you. Hello? Do you know that if you are not strong, nobody depends on you? Yeah. Even in the family, don't tell anybody I told you. Those who are financially strong, most of the family members know their telephone number. But your number is not known because... <laughs> because the financial strength, a bare a financial strength. A keko financial strength. A keko financial strength. A keko. You need to be strong financially in order for you to do you understand in the same way look for somebody who is a drug addict for somebody who is a smoker for the person to stop all that and become born again and serve God and become a pastor you need to be strong 
for you to convert such a person. If you are not spiritually strong, if you don't have spiritual strength, your prayer, your reading is, you know, this, that. You, you talk to people, they will say, I hear, I hear what you are saying, but I don't agree. They will be uh, arguing with you. But when you are strong, the strongest so far, you see that people will depend on you. People will come for your prayer meeting. People will call you to pray for them. Anytime nobody is calling you, that will you pray for me? It means that they can see that you are as weak as they are. Because when somebody is running after you, don't go and hide behind a weak person. You are looking for a stronger person to go and hide behind. Is that not it? Yeah. So to be a strong Christian means to be fruitful. Hallelujah. In John 15, 16, the Bible says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruits and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. Amen. And the last but not the least, to be a strong Christian means to be in the state of readiness to meet God at any time. Hallelujah. Yeah, to be a strong Christian means you are in a state of readiness to meet God at any time. That means you are not afraid to die. In simple terms. Simply put, you are not afraid to die. If you are afraid to die, it means you are not ready. You are not a, a strong Christian. You may not even know whether you will go to heaven or hell. Because you have not done things. Hey, when I was young, when I see coughing, I get frustrated. I said, ah, but the people, how would they breathe? I did not understand that when you die, you don't breathe. I thought that they would put them in the coffin and they will have to say, hey, these people, they are wicked. They are putting the man. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. When you are a strong Christian, you are even eager to go home. I'm telling you. When you're, that's why you begin to speak like Paul, that to die is gain, but to live is for. He said, I am between and between. not knowing which one to choose. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you're a strong Christian, you would have been uh, fruitful. You would have been uh, uh, steadfast. You would have been deeper. You, you would have lived for God so much so that you are looking forward to walk on the street of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, you will be able to say with Paul that to, to die is gain, to live is Christ. Hallelujah. But if you are not a strong Christian, hey, you better strengthen yourself and take your vitamins to be around. <laughs> but when you have served God well, you, you, don't mind, you know that if God says you should come home, you are not going to argue. You are ready to go. Hallelujah. Yeah. Death has not got a, a hold over your life. You are not af afraid to meet God. Because you've been serving him. You've been doing all he wants you to do. So you are even eager to meet God. Hallelujah. Are you here? 
Yeah, so one of the things that will let you know that you're a strong Christian is when death holds the, the, the fear of death, okay? When it's broken over your life, you notice that you're a strong Christian. That it doesn't matter when you die. What matters is if God wants you to come home or you want you to stay. Hello? Yeah. That's what God told Jesus. He said, die. He was strong. He said, he did not argue. He said, I'm doing it. But if you are not a strong Christian, hmm. Amos chapter 4, verse number 12. Therefore thou will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Hallelujah. Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Amen. Peter, the apostles, when Christ was around and they were not strong, they denied him. Said so we don't know him. But when they became strong, when he was about to be crucified, they wanted to crucify him. Like they said, no. How can you kill me the way my Lord and Savior? You need to turn me upside down. They, 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 they did not beg for their lives. They died. martyrs, Happily. Stephen was stoned. And as he was being stoned, he said, Lord, don't add this into their sin. Forgive them. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus took his cross. And as they were being, uh, they, they were beating him, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You will not die a bitter person. No, 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 no. When you are a strong Christian, when time comes for you to go, you, you go like bounding and bouncing like a student who has closed from school and is going home. See that you are jumping and say, hey, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. But when you hear them, they say, hey, who is there? Hey, they are coming. They are. You know that the person did not save God. They put off the light. They say, hey, put on the light. What is happening? Who is there? You know, these are all these people. But when you are not afraid to exit, hallelujah, I remember my grandmother at a point. He said, uh, he will come and say, Papa, I need to go. <laughs> but when people talk like that, you see, you notice that at a point, some people are not afraid to go. So at a point, I need to go. It is too painful to be here. Will you ever come to a place that it will not make a difference? Whether God wants you home or he wants you here. Will that time come? When that time comes, it means you are a very strong Christian. Like Paul. He said, I am between and between. Not knowing which one I will choose. Whether to depart, which is more beneficial, or to stay over here. For me, he said, to die is gain. But to live is Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. May the fear of death be broken over your life. Amen. You see, when you are afraid of death, you do so many things wrong. Whatever you fear controls your life. Yeah. You see, when you are afraid of dog, it will make you misbehave. If you see a dog here, you see that you, 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 you walk. You can walk like this. Straight where you see that because of the dog, you see that you go and walk. Whatever you fear causes you to do abnormal things. Death is part of life. How do you go to heaven? 
We are not going with this body. That is the reason we got born again. That is the reason we do the things we do. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I pray that God will bring us to the point where we will not be afraid of death. Death will not surprise us. Whether we are alive, oh, it will not worry us. Because we know that to be absent from this body is to be present with God. One man, in the morning, he had a breakfast with his children. And as he was talking to them, he said, let's have a breakfast. And as I said, today, today, as we have this breakfast, supper time, I will sup with the Lord. So I'm having breakfast on earth, but in the evening, I'll be eating with the Lord at supper. What a nice way to go. Archbishop Benson in the Hosa, he had Tia uh, 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 Osborne with, with him in his house. They had come to visit him. They had finished their program, and they were sitting, talking, and he took fruit juice Fruit juice. You know, they are, you know, fruit juice. Yeah. Pure heaven. He took it. He opened it. He said, This is heavenly juice. He drank it and sat down. He said, This is heavenly juice. He drank it, sat down, and was all was gone. What a way to go. What a way to go. See, if you are not a Christian and you have not lived for Christ, death will terrify you. When you hear of death, you, you will be afraid. But when you are a Christian and you are a strong Christian, you notice that death is part of life. Death is part of life. Because till we die, we will never be with the Lord. We are not going to go to heaven with this. No, we need a glorified body. Hallelujah. You shall know, death will not surprise you. You will not die prematurely. You will finish all your work. Ah, Kaya Santa Liba. You will finish all your work. Amen. Nothing will surprise you. Amen. Nothing. No demon is, more, is powerful enough to kill you. No. Amen. No. And your life is in Christ, who is in God. How can the devil kill you? Forget it. It's when you are not a strong Christian, that is a, the, the devil is trying. No. If you are a strong Christian, you notice that your life is, in, is hidden in Christ, who is in God. So for anybody to overcome you, for anybody to touch you, he needs to overcome God. Okay? He needs to open up God. Can God open him up and take Christ Jesus out of God and open uh, Christ Jesus up and open him up before he can uh, uh, get you? It's impossible. It's impossible. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. We are seated in heavenly places far above principalities, above powers. Hallelujah. Where you are sitting is in heaven places. It's far above where the demons and evil spirits. When you are a strong Christian, this is where you are. You walk over here, but you are also seated in heavenly places. Bible says, and Enoch walked with God that he was not. He walked on earth by his spirit was soaring high. That he, I mean, he actually walked into Eternity, he was not. He was translated. He could not be found. That shall be your story. I said, that shall be your story. You see, how people that I, I, I will show one of these that I will tell you. That it's 
that we are living. That is the valley of the shadow of death. It's a bridge that we need to cross to eternity. So walk in this, in this, in this path of earth very carefully. Having God in your mind. Doing the things God will have you to do. And when we cross this bridge, you will be with the Father himself. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. May he lift his face upon you. May he show you grace and favor. You will not die before your time. Ah, you will be a strong Christian. In the name of Jesus, you will have a deeper Christian life. You will be steadfast. You will be unmovable. You will be spiritual. You will be holy. You will be matured. Hey, Kaya Sante, Limohuta. Father, we thank you. Oh, yes, Lord, we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Stand to your feet and let us go. Please close your eyes with me. Maybe somebody invited you, but quickly as we end, I want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to begin so I can become a, a strong Christian. Will you pray with me? Will you pray for me? All eyes closed at this point. If you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Only your right hand. You want to be born again. You want to... Only your right hand. Lift it high and I'll pray with you. Father, behold, every hand that is lifted. Today, let the grace of God our bring salvation be our portion. May we not die in our sins. Father, your word declares that when we acknowledge you, you acknowledge us. Lord, oh God, that you will heal us, that you will cleanse us, that you will wash us. We pray in the name of Jesus. If you've lifted your hand, I need you to move from where you are and come to me. God bless you, Mama. God bless you. Please come. I want to pray with you. Come. Yes. Yes. You lifted. Come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. You lifted your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you right here. Please come. Please, God bless you. God bless you. Please come. Come. From the back, wherever you are, come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for 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 you. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. Give him your life today. I'm still waiting for you. You don't want to go to hell. You would like to go to heaven. This is the reason why we are here to pray. Come. Come to me. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. And we'll pray together. Let's lift our hands and say this prayer together. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the Savior, the Master, and the Lord 
over my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving my life through your Son, Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, now I pray for all the wonderful people. May their life not be the same. May the grace of God that bring salvation be their portion. Lord, keep them by your spirit. Let the Holy Spirit come over them. Let the Holy Spirit come over them. Heal their bodies. Heal their bodies if there's any pain, if there's any sickness, if there's any condition in their life. Oh, yes, Lord, I pray that instantly, let there be instant healing. Healing in the back, healing in the ears, healing in the body. Wherever there's sickness, Lord, I rebuke it. Wherever there's pain, I rebuke it. I pray for strength and I pray for health. Oh, yes, I pray for longevity. Keep them, Lord. Bless their life. Let the years of their life be full. And Lord, let the joy, oh yeah, that comes through salvation be their portion. The joy of salvation. The joy of salvation. Let it, oh God, be said of them that their latter end was more glorious than their beginning. Lord, favor their cause and bless their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please listen to me. What you have done is the best decision you've taken in your life. You know, yesterday the wedding was beautiful, was nice, but there is no nothing that compares with the gift of salvation that God has given you today. I am very sure Akina and Afes will be very, very happy than anyone in, in this. So that one day when we are in heaven, I'm always praying the Lord, I don't want to see my mother in hell. I don't want to see my father in hell. This has been my prayer. And I, I, I really thank God that God has saved our lives. I want um, somebody to pray with us quickly and we will come back. Who is going to do that? Okay. Our lady pastor, Inga. She's going to pray with you and give you a gift. What book can we have? Uh, how to pray or some... Okay. Let's give... Uh, the book is almost 150, but from our uh, bishop, our father, it's a gift to you, free of charge. So as they go with you, they will give you a gift and pray with you. You receive... Uh, a language that you've not learned, you see that you pray in tongues and you come right back. So I, I want you to follow our lady pastor. Can we put our hands together for them as they go? God bless you. God bless you. Take your time with them. Please take your time with them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God. Yes. Oh, Mahata. Lift your hand. Lift your two hands and pray that God will cause His grace and His mercies 
that their bodies i can feel healing taking place in their bodies i can feel sickness pain conditions have changed they will never be the same oh every condition in the heart in the lungs in the kidney my god mahata run the leba hande let salvation let healing be their portion salvation and healing thank god for salvation and healing thank god for salvation and healing thank god for salvation and healing oh yes is their portion masule makuta riande limo suta hata father we thank you in jesus mighty name we give you all the glory and we give you all the praise for who you are what you do and what you have done in Jesus mighty name and all shall shout and say amen and amen, amen. hallelujah we hope you've been blessed by the word of god please worship with us every sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Mega Church Lewisham Way 79 Parklands Main Road Cape Town South Africa